Hello and welcome back to another episode of Get to Know a World of Warships Clan, a short podcast hosted by Bogsy and Synpax, produced by TNG The New Guys. Something is different today, and that is the fact there is no Synpax. Today is Get to Know a World of Warships Clan, hosted by Bogsy and Peta Piper. Peta Piper is one of the executive officers here at TNG. He's one of our battle callers. So I'm going to make him Synpax for a day. Piper, hello. Oh, it's good to be Simpax. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people have said that. It's good to be Simpax. Uh, so, so yeah. Can you just just so the audience knows who you are? Uh, how long you've been with TNG? What do you? How long you've been in this outfit? I've been with TNG now for. I was just looking it up. Eighteen hundred clan battles. Oh my I've been god! Here, I've been here since season four, and. Uh, when I joined, I had no idea what I was getting into. I just knew that I wanted to join a competitive clan. So I left my clan, which I was running, and I did not have enough players to play clan battles, and competitive is where it's at. So here I am, and I suppose so. So I've learned uh, a lot of things here. That's incredible. You left a clan that you started? Indeed. I started the clan when Warships first started, just me and buddies, and... Turns out that they weren't really into uh, jumping on all the time to make sure that we got some uh, competitive battles in, and that's what I wanted to do. Wait, so you... I left them the clan. Were you poached? And left. Um, actually, <laughs> as a matter of fact, I was poached, I guess, in a way. Uh, it was this, I turned down his first offer. Uh-huh. Uh, it was apparently he asked me, because he goes through and checks to see who's ranking out who's who's hitting the the list on the competitive side and i turned down the first one and said thank you but i'm good where i'm at and then the second one came across and that's when i I scratched my chin you know pulled a little fur on the chin and went i think that's what i want to join that is the the gravity of our fearless leader is uh he literally snagged a guy who made his from his own clan that's incredible um, well, for anyone uh, who was paying attention to COTS uh, last season, I guess this this year's version of COTS, uh, Peta Piper was the battle caller and the leader for TNG's second group, which uh, did remarkably well, considering that we were sort of the B team, so to speak. <laughs> uh, we ended up doing very well, and, and I happened to be a part of that that crew. Piper was our battle caller, and we did very well. Um, we took it to we took it to some of the best clans in the. Uh, well, that are out there, and we did pretty darn well. So uh, that is who we're talking with, uh, who's co-hosting with me today, is TNG's own Pay de Piper. And Piper, we have uh, a couple of guests here from Europe today. Normally, Synpax and I travel to every region, of course, uh, that we're going to interview someone from, obviously traveling to Shanghai to uh, speak to an Asian clan. Uh, he went to uh, South America to speak to Buenos Noches, while I, of course, just went to the Del Taco down the street on my laptop. But uh, anyway, today we're going to be talking to European Clan XL. We have Ashwell and Bloodhawk here. Looking forward to talking to them. Hello, fellas. How are you? Good Thank evening, you. guys. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. We're, we're tickled pink to have you. Um, so <laughs> w- the first question, I suppose, and whichever one of you would like to pick this up, it's just fine. Uh, tell us a little bit about your clan. Uh, tell us how you guys got started, how long you've been running, and we'll start there. Oh, God. Um, did I join before you, Bloodhawk? Or uh, yeah, you did. Two months. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. My name is Ashwell then, and uh, I joined uh, XO. Uh, around two years ago, I think. Um, Excel is a um, really laid-back clan, which is uh, 
quite proficient in uh, clan wars and in the competitive scene. So we've heard, yeah. Yeah, um, but when I say quite proficient, I don't mean like uh, old Omni levels and that kind of, you know. <laughs> sure. Well, you, guys are, you guys are Typhoon League, right? But you've been, you guys are up there. Yeah, most, yeah, yeah. Most, uh, uh, most things we, we wish that Typhoon League, we describe ourselves as, beta, as, uh, as competitive but laid back. Competitive laid back, but yeah. laid back. So almost semi competitive. Semi competitive, yeah. We don't yeah, do training. Yeah. Well, that's, that's great. So, um, describe to me a little bit about like what, what semi-competitive means to you guys in that sense. You guys obviously, I mean, to get into Typhoon in itself is an achievement. It's not easy, especially against lots of other good clans. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about what it takes to actually run a semi-competitive clan, if you don't mind. Um, when it comes to running, I'm, well, I'm deputy commander of the clan. Uh, one of my best friends uh, in, in um this kind of game or what to say i've been playing vobs for four years um ask me um do you want to join but i think i joined on my own to be honest i um excel was named killer tides before then we changed name uh to distinguish ourselves from our um neighbors rising tides which are quite competitive uh i see uh, seriously competitive, yeah. Because you we guys are make Excel. Our spreadsheet says it's fine, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are. Yeah, we we did a voting. It was actually my idea uh, because my idea was like, let's let's part when it comes to naming from KT to RT. So if people want to join us for the more laid back experience, uh, there's no conf conf confusing going on. Right. No. Um, but then we had a vote, and unfortunately, we uh, named ourselves Excel, and I have to shoot myself in the foot for that. <laughs> I don't like the name, but it's, you know, democratic majority. So. I see. So, <laughs> so is something that... I started, I didn't like the outcome, but it doesn't I'm matter. sure there are many democracies that have literally hit themselves in the face after seeing the results of their democracy. So I don't, think you're, alone. <laughs> I don't think you're alone in this. <laughs> um, now, I'm curious, I though. Do you yeah. think that our spreadsheet says it's fine is a tiny little dig at our at our uh our, fearless, our overlord you mean? yes our fearless overlords at wargaming uh, who may sometimes definitely. say a yeah. tiny dick it is a dick i see it is a, it is yeah a it's it's definitely yeah definitely to to wargaming i mean we uh i was i first i joined pay to win so you remember maybe wargaming pay to win so right. that was uh yeah that was a big uh, <laughs> slap in the face for wargaming i suppose <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. Uh, they maybe didn't like that name. Uh, uh, so I guess we are uh, continuing that trend when it comes to naming. <laughs> right, right. My, uh, I remember, you see, this is the thing. I think that everyone listening, you know, who's probably listening to it via the internet can agree that you cannot allow the internet a democracy. It, it cannot happen because the internet is full of people who just want to see the world burn. I think, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was... Uh, there was a, a group that tried to, uh, they funded, they, they crowdsourced uh, a research vessel for some ocean ex exploration. Um, Boating at both face. Yes, yes, both, that's yeah. right. And they said that if they could, uh, to, to, you know, as one, of the, uh, as one of the incentives to get folks to donate, they said, we're going to allow a vote on the name of the ship. And the audience, the internet voted on Bodie McBoatface, which... When I told it's my, hilarious. It's hilarious. I told my dad about that story, and like he, the absurdity of it 
to him made him laugh so hard that tears were rolling down his face. He just couldn't believe that people would be so stupid to let the internet name their boat. Did he uh, say he was better be, uh, better in the past? I, <laughs> I'm, it's it's insane to me. I'm just waiting for Trainee McTrainface and uh, Kari McCarface as well. But um, I want to ask you guys because, as I understand, you guys split away from a separate clan, right? You don't have to name the clan, but um, is that mm-hmm. what happened a while ago? Yeah, two years back, uh, there was some disagreements. Uh, okay. Uh, a good proportion of that clan split away and formed uh, Killer Tides and Rising Tides. Okay. It's basically the premise of, of the story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, we can say the name. It was Worrying Amy Pedouin. Um, yeah. And uh, I have absolutely zero hard feelings. I still have friends there. Uh, well, one friend because all the rest left to RT, I suppose. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was kind of a disagreement. Uh, you know, every clan has its own drama, and you don't have to say more than that, I suppose. Um, but I actually left for Creed, a uh, newly formed clan by, um, I think, Runner357, if you know about him. Uh, yes. Former Omni guy. Okay. And yeah, all the streamers. And then I became a streamer myself because, yeah. Oh, you're it's a cool if you're... Yeah, I've, I've been taking uh, quite a long break at the moment, like three months or something. Yeah, okay. uh, but I've been streaming for two years almost. Uh, but um, yeah, some things happened to Creed, and then I came back to KT for a more chill environment. So yeah, but I'm also still like you know, um, honorable member in Creed sure. as of today. So you know, uh, I do not uh, make enemies when I part or try not to do that. Uh, well, I think this is up. So, Ashwell, did you start the new clan, or was someone else in charge of it? Uh, no, uh, you mean RT and KT? No, that was, um, yeah, my former and still friends from RT and KT. Uh, our commander's name is uh, Robustius. Okay. Uh, quite a hard name. He's from Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> I have some nicknames for him. I'm not gonna say on stream. Oh, uh, that's that's fine. Oh. Yeah. The only people who not? swear are, uh, are me and Sidpax because we apparently just cannot be helped to not. Yeah, my nickname is very sensitive, to be honest. Oh, okay. Well, we'll keep it, uh, you know. We, yeah, I think it's, we'll it's keep it as, as family as possible, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so he started uh, KT with uh, some um, other uh, really good friends, uh, one from uh, England and um, one from Germany. He actually lives in Ireland. We're... And uh, RT was uh, started by, you know, the more um, serious uh, focused, uh, like, people. We, we we in KT are a little bit older than the most people in RT. Ages are kind of mixed, but more yeah. of the older people just went to KT for, you know, more chill environment. I see. Um, because a lot of us who parted from pay to win, uh, we won COTS 5, so... That was like a very surprise and dream come true, at least for me. And then after that, I didn't really care anymore about super competitiveness. <laughs> sure. You can maybe ask Bloodhawk because I always get annoyed in Clan Wars sometimes. <laughs> you do? I, 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 I never notice. Uh, I, um, I, um, I, always mute, I, I always mute you. So Yeah. Mute, mute FC. <laughs> Well, about about toxic, toxic. You are not really toxic. I uh, um, I had a, I had a lot worse mate than than uh, if uh, when you are raging. <laughs> Did I have a rage? No, you don't. But but uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh, you clearly I, hear. I, yeah, yeah. You clearly hear when you are annoyed, and then okay, sure. actually, annoyed. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Just listen to me. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll let uh, you continue, Blood Oak. I think I've talked enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little, little bit of my background. I'm uh, currently a recruiter of the Excel clan. Uh, I met a recruiter a few months back. Um, uh, I joined the clan in September 19 um, from a, another uh, European uh, clan. And uh, just to uh, improve my, uh, my play and that kind of stuff. So I, I was looking for a competitive but laid back clan, found this one, and surprisingly, they let me in. And now I'm recruiting people to do the same. Surprisingly, they let you in, brother. Yeah, I know the feeling. I don't know how I got here. <laughs> I literally, I just wandered up to this 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 big door in the rain. I was sniffling and I was homeless, and I was like, "Will someone please let me in?" And TNG opened their arms, and here I am. And they said, "Hello, yeah, of course. Well, uh, uh, the recruiter face will be probably the same as uh, TNG, of course. Yeah, play a few with the recruiters, and then they decide if you are uh, t- uh, go on to temporary status or not." <laughs> and uh, surprisingly, I did well, and I got temporary status. And a month later, I was made full member, which surprised me even more. Yeah. But yeah, well, it so surprised me as well. So you yeah, guys... <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so you guys won COTS five in uh, in Europe, is that right? Well, I would say uh, most of the people in RT, uh, including me and uh, Robustius, was also on the team. I think uh, mm-hmm. our commander. I don't know who else in KT today that is in the clan was in that team cool. in COD mm-hmm. Five. I, I uh, only I only think you and uh, you and uh, Robert were. Yeah, I think only us two. Yeah, and most of the RT people and uh, some left and some stopped playing the game. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting because I was actually just thinking about asking you guys about the COD stuff as well because you know I ran my COD team for the very first time this season and I know it was stressful as heck. I wish I had more guys helping me out. I didn't even know what I was in for, and for you guys to pull off a, a win and get in there and then kind of sit back. You know, to just sit back because you just don't want to get into that intensity anymore of the the grind and setting everything up and. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I well, the thing is, um, we have experience at least. I think Robustius is is quite a little bit older than me and quite wise, so he mm-hmm. knows the. Even if you're laid back, we we did. I actually tried to make a team, and we voted on. Uh, because we are not forcing anyone. Some of these top clans are like, if you want to stay in a clan, you need to participate, and that's the end of the story. Right. Uh, especially if they don't have tons of members as well, I suppose. Um, but I laid up a vote and we had like 12 people, but that's not enough. You have to have two or three more reserves. And we also voted on like super chilled, like very little, you know, uh, preparations and that kind of stuff. And, right, because uh, to be honest, real world stuff happens all the time, right? You have to have those extra guys. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we scrapped that idea. Uh, I'm just been doing Clan Wars. I haven't actually participated in this season's Clan Wars because I'm taking a break from the game in mm-hmm. general. So, um, yeah. I see. Well, so, you know, uh, I, I want to get back to this semi-competitive idea because mm-hmm. it, it is sort of, it makes it does make sense to me that once you, once you reach a certain level of, of skill and once you reach a certain level of play, I'm guessing the, the drive to continue putting in the effort 
which let's be clear for the hyper competitive people it it requires an enormous amount of, of effort and you know preparation and time dedication which is not always easy for people to do um so uh, let, let's just touch on this before we go to our break but um what exactly what was the moment when you sort of realized you like did you take a deep breath and go <sighs> I think we need to move to semi-competitive. How did that? How did that come about exactly? No, I think it was more when uh, when the people that left Pay to Win were giving Pay to Win uh, formed RT and KT. I think it was just very simple. Like in in uh, in Pay to Win on Teamspeak, we were always hanging out almost every evening, just playing divisions and having fun and laughing. Uh, and uh, I mean, uh, working in Pay to Win at that point, I don't know how it is today. Um, we were a lot of people, like almost 100 members. It was even like a subdivision, oh, pay wow. to lose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was like you always had people to play with, and you always had these who are serious, not serious, semi serious. It was like all kinds of like people when it came to that. Yeah. Um, and I think like when people left, I don't really. I know because I've talked to Robustius and some of my old mates when I left to Creed, they never were like super interested in the competitive in uh, pay to win either. Like we were just playing uh, in the beginning in pay to lose as well, you know. So and having our own COTS team and like not taking it as super serious as you know the the A team. Right, so right. the the idea was always just to have you know people to play with friends and like. Um, I suppose the semi-competitive thing is because most of us know how to play the game. We are not like total plats. Super, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're not super, super, super unicorns. Not you know the top like ten on like the stats, but right. uh, we're good enough to play on a decent level and have experience and you know like about yeah. the game and everything around. So but you're certainly not casuals either. Absolutely not. When it no, comes to no, that, no, yeah. no. We, uh, we, we have to drive to perform and to perform well, but not at the cost of everything. Uh, not the cost most, of uh, yeah. Yeah, getting angry at each other and you yeah. know, this kind of drama. And, yeah, that's, the, that's the border limit where we say, nope, not anymore. This is enough. You know? like, but of course, so, we want to win and so on. So would that mean that you guys run then every night that there's clan battles? Or do you run maybe you only run an hour every night where you get a couple in? Or do you only run when you have enough guys? Uh, basically, we run. Uh, uh, we want to run every uh, clan battle night, uh, uh, providing we have enough members, of course. Uh, yeah, it's... it's, it's uh, I think it's from 8 p.m. Yeah. to uh, yeah, 8 p.m. to 11. Yeah, for three for three hours because people hours. also do work, and those hours are more suitable to to working schedules. Sure, sure, absolutely. That's it's very interesting. The notion of I'm almost curious to know. Do you guys ever find a moment where it's people are treating it a little too semi uh, semi competitive and not enough competitive <laughs> like is there like sort of a line where you kind of go hmm we, we need a little bit more effort here <laughs> has that happened uh, uh, you mean in uh, the in, in in the clan wars games or the well, evenings or it, it's tough because like, i don't i mean i'm sure that again you guys are you guys are obviously a competent group of players um so you know i'm sure that people in game are not going to just dick around. Um, oh, damn it, I just mm. did it. Damn it, I did it again. Oh. <laughs> right. 
Um, I'm sure oh, no. people aren't going to just potato around in a Clan Wars game uh, unless someone's really, you know, feeling some serious nihilism in their life. But mm. I mean, when it comes to trying to organize, you know, some things like COTS requires organization and, and Clan Wars mm. does require little organization. What would you say is the sort of bottom level of participation necessary? What would it take for someone in your clan to, to kind of warrant a, hey, could you could you make a little effort here? Yeah, I can, I can, uh, I can uh, talk from my experience just quickly. Um, last season and season before when I was FCing, I've been FCing in pay to win, pay to lose uh, in the past as well. Um, and we usually also spread the FCing like two mm -hmm. times a week, me and two times Robustius, but now it's like, I suppose it's only him or... I don't it's know, a four, yeah, it's uh, well. Uh, we uh, all do. Uh, Robotius uh, okay. comes comes up with uh, with the basic plan, and we execute it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's more or less like before as well. But me and Robustius like tactics are a little bit different from time to time. So yeah, or quite different. But uh, no, I mean when when we go in, uh, I expect at least I say this, and I've said this to people on multiple occasions. Sure. Like. Um, I will try not. I'm I am competitive, like as a being, but I will not try to rage. I will like contain myself. Like for example, Bloodhawk when he came in, um, you had a lot to learn. Let's be honest. But you were you, <laughs> yes. you had this. I know. You, yeah, I know. Yeah, but he, this is the thing with him. He he has this mentality. He will just take the criticism. Uh, and try and improve upon it and not uh, squabble back. Sure. And no. he's, he's like the perfect recruit. So I, I could never, <laughs> ever, you. like, he, he did some really crazy shit sometimes. Oh, so, fuck. I, no, oh, no. You careful, careful. In I the, know that I, the, I, I ruined it first. I know it's my fault. But in, the, in, the, in, the, in the first Clan Battle season with Excel, I potatoed a lot. And, yeah. uh, and Ashwell and Lucius and the other, other members... Of course, they were not happy with me, but uh, they gave me pointers on how to improve. And we expect from our recruits and our members to, not to get angry if, if you get feedback from your yeah. uh, fellow uh, fellow uh, members, right. but to take that at heart and learn from it. I mean, um, yeah, exactly. Like I could never become angry on uh, Bloodhawk, even if he did the same mistake two or three <laughs> times again and again. Like I, I do sometimes really, really weird mistakes, even though like I should never do them with the skill level I have and the experience. But sometimes I've done like crazy things that lost us games. So you know, do you, everyone do you, has its yeah, moment yeah. or bad evening. Do you um, want to do you want to hear a funny story? Actually, the first battle I played with you. Uh, mm -hmm. It was it was on the map shards. He was selling the small end. We went for the A cap, and you were got uh, got hit by Shima. Oh yeah, 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 I got, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. died like a complete potato by uh, Torps. I I was too lazy. I did like, no, nah, this is fine. There's no, no hydro, no, yeah. not yeah. whatever. And I'm a DD player, in you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know that like that's that that makes sense though, because sometimes <clears throat> sometimes moving into a uh, you know a competitive environment generally, I it can be. There can just be these weird moments where you're sort of you're aligning your brain to listen properly and to try and execute exactly what it is that someone's asking you to do without really letting yourself be the filter. I I, I remember one of my first games uh, competitively with TNG. Uh, we were we were actually winning pretty handily, and someone uh, the destroyer that I was paired up with said, "Hey, help me help me focus down this Smolensk." So I. 
I'm in a, I'm in a Des Moines and I go, oh, okay. So I basically fire. angle towards the Smolensk to be able to, you know, to bow tank his fire, knowing full well there's an enemy Stalingrad coming down the middle of the map who's going to have my broadside if I angle to the Smolensk. And that's exactly what happened. And I got absolutely obliterated and it threw the match. And I became the laughing stock for the rest of the night because I, I followed the instruction directly rather than mm. sort of thinking. Right, yeah, exactly. Thinking. Yeah. I, I was like, I was in that mode of, okay, I'm in a competitive environment. Just do what someone else tells you and don't question it. You know what I mean? But that is also, that is also something that is good sometimes because I have this mantra. If you, if you want to lead, you, you first have to learn how to follow without right. questioning anything. So and you first have to be this uh, obedient soldier that does everything to point and maybe doesn't think for himself. Right. But of course, no but, one wants no. someone who isn't paying attention. You know, no, it's, of it's course not. But that is, learn. I suppose, uh, I suppose that is a, like a progress as a competitive player that you have different stages you go through. I also started like this really obedient soldier. I played the Kutuzov like in in pay to win and like okay, you sit like this in the smoke and like yeah, I'm gonna sit like this, but oh. Shit is gonna be torps, you know, and and then after some time you learn to like, yeah, okay, I don't have to. I was asking the FC like gazillion questions like in the start, and he told me like, you know, start thinking for yourself, like go to that spot and then do what you think you need to do, like, and then, you know, it's it's like evolving thing, I suppose. Right. Um, well, gentlemen, okay, so here's, yeah. here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna um, I gotta I gotta split this up here, so let's take a quick uh, break. And uh, when we come back, I'm going to have uh, Bloodhawk and Ashwell. I'm going to have you guys sink a ship. Uh, this is the segment, obviously, where you get to choose any ship that Wargaming has come up with, whether it's real or... I can't imagine that Wargaming would ever come up with fake ships that never existed. But even if oh. it's a fake ship that never existed, you may remove it. You can take it out. It never appeared. It was all an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> so when we come back, we're going to have you guys do that. And uh, I'm going to have Piper do it as well, because... It's like half the Russian ships. I know, right? Half? So, half uh, Russian ships? We're going to take a real quick break here, and when we do, uh, we'll play Sink a Ship on Get to Know a World of Warships clan. Hello and welcome back to Get to Know a World of Warships clan, a short podcast hosted by Bogsy and Peter Piper today, produced by TNG, the new guys. Uh, we are here talking with Excel. And I'm going to remember what it stands for. Our spreadsheet says it's fine. Secret documents say everything is fine, comrade. So yes. uh, they, they are an excellent of European course it's fine. Of course it's fine. Uh, what was it? Working as intended. That's the, that's the phrase, right? Yes. Working as intended. That's, I remember Can that from you. my World of Tanks days. The spreadsheet is telling you you have him fun. So no. shut up. You are wrong, comrade. <laughs> so um, I asked before the break, uh, Ashwell and Bloodhawk from Excel, our spreadsheet says it's fine, to sink a ship. It can be a made-up ship. It can be a real-life ship. It doesn't matter. It's gone. I want to start with Ashwell. What do you want to sink? Well, you know what? I'm going to go uh, uh, different. I'm not going to pick the one everyone picks, I suppose. Oh, okay. I think this is also like uh, a bit controversial ship. Oh, you know what? No. <laughs> this is the one I really. This is the one I hate the most, actually, That's because the one I want. it's Give so it blatant. Me. Yeah, it's so it's so blatant of the of the pride and everything of uh, what Wargaming wants to uh, show with that ship. I'm actually gonna start with Kremlin. Okay, I think we've heard that once or twice before. Why do you want to sink the Kremlin? Because uh, 
I'm a bit pissed off <laughs> uh, that the strongest BB has to be a Russian one that is made up. And when it was released, it was extremely strong and it's still extremely strong. Like uh, it had everything going for it, especially AA as well. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, the yeah, AA it's a lot of secret armor and like, yeah, I'm just like, it's really fun to play. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I rather, I, I, I feel more enjoyment when I take out a Bismarck or an Iowa in the game. Right. I know it's, it was, it is it is something real or was something real than something made up. So, it's yeah. a little more of a dynamic ship to play. Yeah, mm-hmm. that too. I think that's a fair, that's a fair ship to want to get rid of. Bloodhawk, what about you? Oh, damn. Yeah, it's, it's, if I choose, I, I would remove the small ensk. <laughs> Why does everybody get down on the small ensk? What, what could possibly be wrong with it? Because it's a lazy ship. You sit in smoke and spam everything at 19, uh, 19 kilometers. If you want to spam HE, it's fine, but do it in a cold bear. In a cold bear, you have to have some actual skill to do it. I, I, I hear you. I think that you may not be alone in this Bloodhawk. I think there may no, be others. I think I think that that's a very popular opinion. But uh, also, I agree with Asheville with the Kremlin. That ship is way too broken. Well, today, no but, vodka, no vodka and caviar for the Kremlin and Smolensk, I'm afraid. <laughs> Piper, Beta Piper, I'm so tickled to have you here with us today. And I want to know what you, I'm going to make a special exception, and I want you to sink a ship too. What's it going to be? That's excellent because Simbax never gets to sink a ship. So being a guest, uh, <laughs> awesome. I get to sink a ship and get that out of the game. Heck yeah. I, I, you know what? I think it's going to be a Kaba or a variant Ooh. of the Kaba for the reasons of a destroyer that can't do destroyer things. Aha. It's terrible to bring into the game. You handicap your team. It's the selfishness of the ship. That's amazing. I don't think I've ever had a like uh, a reasoning like that where it's it's not that the ship is overpowered or it's broken, but the ship doesn't do what it's supposed to do, and therefore it handicaps the team. That's amazing. Yep, uh, my Kaba is a straight up concealment and smoke because if I have to do destroyer things, because I may only be the second destroyer in the game, I can still do them to an extent. So you take the Smolensk light, the diet Smolensk then, the the range, the flamethrowing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. I think that's the first Kabarovsk we've had sunk on uh, on sink a ship. I'm I'm very excited. My life has just changed. Uh, well, gentlemen, thank you for playing. I'm, I'm also surprised. I know. Thank <laughs> yeah. you, but, but I like it. It's a good reason because it handicaps the team. Yeah. It's a good reason. Well, a reason. well, there are more ships where we saw handicaps the teams. Uh, yeah, they are. That's right. The Azuma is, is also ridiculous. Wait, wait, wait. You, you, you're going to wait for your turn. Take it easy now. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's okay. It's all right. We're, we're just chatting. And in fact, this is a perfect opportunity to uh, to bring up something that uh, sort of came out in, uh, I, think, I think, maybe about 10 hours ago. Um, apparently, Wargaming released a notice that it was banning one of Asia's top clans. And actually, I'm not sure. I don't want to get it wrong. I don't know if they're being banned or whether their accounts are being sanctioned. Um, and, uh, it's actually, it, uh, I, maybe I won't say, you, you can, you can just take a look at the Wargaming's website. I don't think I'm going to actually name the clan. It's not a secret, but I, um, they may have been on the podcast before <laughs> and they were very nice. So, uh, I think what I'm going to do is just not name them. You guys can check it out for yourself. But, um, this clan was sanctioned by Wargaming because apparently they were, 
how do we, how do we say this, fellas? They were using alternate accounts, or they were going into other people's accounts and playing on them, which is obviously against Wargaming's rules. And so they were sanctioned. They were lo- they lost their port, uh, they lost their their clan port, and all the bonuses that you get uh, from collecting oil. I think that all of their steel was taken away. Any steel or rewards they got from participating in clan wars was removed. It's, you know, it's it's short of a full ban, but it's it's a heavy setback. Um, this is all due to players, basically, I think smurfing is the term, where they go into other people's accounts and play for them um, under false pretenses. Gentlemen, what do we think about this? I'd like to know what you guys think uh, in EU about the notion of you know, mm. when you say false pretenses, what can you can you uh, elaborate? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. because uh, Piper and I were talking about this just before the podcast. Um, so, so Piper, I want to hear from you as well. I really do. Um, th- this this can have multiple uh, degrees of significance, I think, because there's obviously there's sort of the really obvious one, which is let's say um, you could have another clan, a clan that maybe is better than you, log into your accounts and have your clan perform better in something competitive like COTS or maybe even Clan Wars, I suppose, if you really wanted to. Um, That's a possibility. And, you know, that would essentially mean that your clan is benefiting from someone else's work, I suppose. Um, Mm. And Mm -hmm. or there could even be the possibility of people paying in some way, whether it be in-game currency or, you know, real-world currency, I suppose. That's the possibility. That's the extreme of people literally paying other people to, I don't know, make them win cots or get them into Hurricane or what have you. And then there's mm-hmm. smaller things like people having uh, multiple accounts for logistics throughout a clan. Um, you know, if you if you want to mm-hmm. be able to... If you have multiple clans in under your umbrella or something and you have an extra account in there to be able to play with... Uh, all of your players, for example. Um, yeah. You know, that's yeah. obviously not a real big deal. That's just a social thing. It's not a competitive thing. Um, I mean, you know, what do you guys, what what do we feel about about the notion of this? Do you think, do you, do you think the punishment was severe enough? Maybe, maybe that's, I don't want to, you know, put anything on the record necessarily. It's just how do you feel about it? I would, I would say more, if not going into the punishment itself, I would say like, um, I think, I honestly don't care as long as you don't do it to gain advantage in competitive. So clan wars, cuts, and those kind of things. If uh, somebody um, jumps into my account to play ranked, to get me to rank one, <laughs> who, who, who cares? No, but that's exactly, you know good, what I mean? Good luck for him, like, right? Who, who cares? Like, uh, sure. Or if Bloodhawk jumps into my account, I give him my details, he wants to try out the ship or something. Like, who honestly cares? Like, that that's not important. For me, it's like the competitive, and there, I draw the limit there, you know? Right. That, that's unfair. That's not good. Like, you can make, you know, the worst clan be win cots, maybe, if you, like, pay tons of uh, skilled super unicorns from Asia to do this. <laughs> and, but no, that, that is not okay, you know? It's, right. it's, not, it's not legit. So, uh, regarding the punishment, no clue. If it's... Uh, I would not ban... I would, like... Yeah, just if they did something over the border, like let's say competitive, then like yeah, it's fine. Do, then. Yeah, no, but do some things like yeah, maybe remove the steel or these kind of things so it hurts, but they maybe learn a lesson. But you know, right. maybe not just ban. Like, yeah, it does say that it looks like 
uh, I'm reading from Wargaming's actual notice here. It says, um, okay, so, ooh, they did. They disbanded the clan itself, is what it says. Ooh, which okay, Yeah, which means that all achievements, rating, and naval base are all gone. It also means the steel received as a result of participa- participation, excuse me, participation in the eighth season of clan battles uh, was mm. removed from the player's account. So any steel they got, anything they purchased with the steel, any coal that uh, was used to buy ships or anything, it's all gone and not subject to appeal. And the clan is gone. That's I suppose that's actually, if they did these kind of things for clan wars related stuff. Right. That is competitive when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, yeah, I suppose that is quite... That is quite okay uh, punishment or like you know verdict because you didn't get your personal account banned, so you still have all your ships, you have your own doubloons, or if you bought anything, like I can, you can still play the game. Right. Uh, but since as a clan, uh, even if some people didn't do some things, you as a clan took you know responsibility and you were involved in some shady activities. So right. I suppose that's okay, actually. Yeah, it, it says that they don't. Uh, the, the players involved are not permanently being banned. It's just the results yeah. of the clan war season and the clan itself are being removed from yeah. the from the the thing here. I mean, and it does say down at the bottom. And this Piper, I want to hear. I want to hear what you think about this specifically. It says that they're limiting. Uh, it says. This is from Wargaming. Now, we will limit ourselves to this, but in case of further violations, we will take more serious measures up to complete blocking of all the accounts involved. So they are stopping short of actually banning the players. I mean, what do you think? Piper, what do you think? I mean, do you think that... That's like the slap on the wrist, right? A bit, That's the first time they get the slap on the wrist. They remove the in-game currency that they won for that season. Right. And subsequently if they already spent the steel well obviously they don't have any steel to take away from them so yes the ship that they bought is now going to be taken away from them and that's a slap on the wrist because that's that's nothing right that's made up game tokens yeah they're losing but it's their slap on the wrist to say this will not be tolerated and these are the consequences after it seems like they they stopped short of a full firing squad here it seems like they essentially showed mercy on this but i'm curious to know what they'll do next time if it's if it's found out that someone is someone's doing it oh man that is that is pretty wild that is the fr- i don't know have any of you guys heard of this happening something like this happening before where wargaming actually comes down on a well-known clan and and dispenses some justice not like Whether this. It's rumors. yeah not, not like this no not like this no that's, it's very interesting i'm 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 interested to see what else comes up in the in the near future about it? I'm, I'm more inter- interested in what they what they've done to deserve this. Well, yeah, because I would like to because, know the specifics myself yeah. as well. Yeah, because because if you have only one Smurf account to play with other uh, your friends or other clans, that's fine. But they they must have found something. What's uh, what's really really uh, really not good for the game? Right. Wow. Oh man. I thought getting banned from Reddit was was bad, but uh, <laughs> uh, do you guys know that I got I got banned from uh, from the World of Warship subreddit for posting three episodes of this podcast, and apparently I got because I, uh-huh. I I just thought I know I just thought people might want to hear you know might want to hear it might enjoy it. It's uh, did you post it in the wrong section or something? No, I, I apparently I fell I, I ran afoul of this of this I. Uh, 
I posted three of my own posts without commenting on other people's posts enough. And therefore, I apparently violated a rule that I... By the way, I could not find this rule anywhere. I looked all over the rules and I couldn't find this rule about yeah. uh, the ratio of your posts versus comments on other people's things. Yeah, isn't that lovely? And I was banned... <laughs> so what you're saying is you were the Kavarosk. I was... <laughs> <laughs> apparently, I was dragging down the quality of the subreddit. So, yes. I was Kavarosked. They sank my ship. Uh, if anyone from Reddit is listening, I so want to be a part, you guys. Please let me back in the club. I really just want to create content that people like. No, don't, don't be like that. Be, uh, be a Chad instead. Like, say, like, I don't care about you anymore. Like, who gives him Be a Chad. <laughs> I'm going to start my own Reddit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then they be, can become afraid and then we get to go. Absolutely. Go well, back. gentlemen, we no, have... Don't, don't come uh, creeping to the, to the cross. Like don't, don't come begging on my knees. Yeah. Oh man! Oh well, it's uh, Reddit is the internet's basement, and there's always a lot of interesting stuff down there. But you don't want to live there because I think you start to go crazy. So, um, gentlemen, it has been an absolute pleasure having uh, uh, you and having Piper here as our guest host. I want to do one more section. Uh, I want to do poach Synpax, but since Synpax isn't here, I want you to poach Piper. I want you to poach pay to Piper, get him to uh, to leave TNG, and let him know why. Excel would be a good fit for him. You guys are a semi-competitive clan. Go. Get him. Uh, God, uh, the sound just uh, came back uh, in time. I didn't hear the last two minutes of your audio. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> so, well, so I have a poach, of course. Uh, uh, join Excel, uh, guys, because we are a semi-competitive clan. We are very, we are laid back, but we strive for the best, of course. Uh, we normally um, uh, reach for Typhoon League, and uh, our major players consist of players between 20 and 50 years of all walks of life and all walks of Europe. So it's very culturally diverse. Uh, I quite, uh, I quite enjoy and like it uh, to, to be a member. And uh, also uh, in the out season uh, of clan battles, we division up a lot and we have lots of fun. And yeah, that kind of stuff. Just join. It's fun. Piper, what do you say? So my EU account name is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, you guys accept um, applications though. Guys come up to you and want to join. You guys are more than happy to take guys in of almost yeah. all, all quality, quality uh, right? No, like, not really. You, you know, you know what would be you funny. Guys, you guys have standards. Uh, if we, if, we uh, yeah. if 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 Piper gets actually interested, and then our clan leader says, "No, his stats are too poor," <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> No, of course, hilarious. we have some recordings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, we've got, we, uh, we've got some recruitment posts on the EU uh, forum, of course, um, which uh, shows uh, a few basic uh, basic uh, requirements like 18 uh, plus uh, with max attitudes and around 52% uh, solo win rate with an improving uh, statistics sheet. I would also um, actually say we welcome people from other servers, of course, if they can like um if you can manage to play clan wars with european times you're more than welcome absolutely no problem if you're from the states like uh, so if it fits you we actually had people trying in the past i think and some played for some time but you know so it doesn't always work with the times but if it does then because uh, because uh, i'm an american and therefore everything is 
Oh, no, that's okay. I was going to say that because yeah. I'm an American and obviously uh, everything revolves around America, it sounds sort of like your uh, common language spoken on your Discord is, is English. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Okay, because uh, you're a European clan, obviously. There's, oh, God, how many official languages are there in, in Europe? <laughs> uh, too much. A lot. That's a lot. So, <laughs> too much, uh, but yeah. I'm assuming but we, that uh, English is the most common language spoken. Uh, do you have groups of, of other folks who are... Uh, I heard no, I mean, uh, you, you, it's English, of course. It's the um, worldwide consensus. Yeah. So soon it's getting Mandarin, but let's avoid that for, <laughs> for some time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, but you have a lot of German clans. You have some French, some Spanish, of course. You have even Swedish clans where I live. Like, But, you know, it's usually England, and I mean um, English, and then right. like a lot of German clans, but yep. people know, like, if you don't know how to speak German, they 99% of them are Germans. You don't go there. So, yeah, it's English. So Yeah, I see. Good. Okay, well, that's good to know for anyone who's uh, thinking about joining. Um, yep. Well, gentlemen, uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to round us out here towards the end by uh, dropping some plugs. Uh, obviously, in the, in the description below, we're going to have a link to the Discord for Excel, our our spreadsheet says it's fine. Uh, so their Discord will be linked down below. We'll also include it, a link to... Yeah. It's, yeah. it's also possible to block our uh, recruitment page. To block it? No, yeah, to, uh, to, uh, to get it, to Show get it in the door. description. Oh, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. Um, whatever you guys would like to have uh, me put, please just uh, Discord me at the end of the podcast, and uh, I will include it in the description below uh, on the on the, wherever the podcast shows up. So anyone can click directly from there and go wherever you'd like. Please keep it safe for work, obviously. Uh, I don't want to get rickrolled. Uh, I don't want to get rickrolled for our, for our audience. But um, It's it's safe-ish. Safe-ish. What, what is safe-ish, Maluk? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's very PG. Uh, no uh, no uh, pictures of nude, uh, nude ladies. Oh, that's good, because Piper only likes pictures of nude men. So, uh, oh, then it weaves there. Good. So we'll include uh, those links in the bottom, in the description below. Obviously, we'll include a link to the TNG Discord, which is also the North American Clan Embassy. Uh, anyone who has a clan they would like to have listed there, it's an excellent way of putting a permanent link to your Discord in a place where people can find it. Uh, it's been extremely helpful for a lot of folks. Uh, we also, I'm going to mention one more time, we have our version of WoW's Tactics available. Uh, as Clan Wars comes to a close this season, it, it might be your chance to, to struggle into Typhoon, to Hurricane, to Storm, if you're if you're a Gale League clan and you want to push up into the next one. The WoW's Tactics website that we uh, have actually refurbished and re uh, what do I say, redistributed, it's an excellent way of, of visually showing your clan members what the hell you're talking about. Um, that'll all be linked down below. Um, I'm also, I will plug myself shamelessly. I have a streaming service, uh, not streaming service, I have a streaming channel on Twitch myself. It's twitch.tv slash time. And uh, Ashwell, I know you said you were streaming. Do you want to pitch your own stream as well? Yeah, I can do that. Um, I'm planning on coming back, but at the moment, yeah, since there are CVs in uh, Clan Wars, God forbid, yes. I'm taking a break. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, and also personal reasons. I just want to have a break sure. generally. Um, me, it's uh, uh, oh, just no, search please. Ashwell on Twitch. It's A-S-C-H-W-E-L-L. And I will include so. a link to his Twitch in the description below as well. Um, other than that, gentlemen, it has been an absolute pleasure. I want to say specifically thank you to Peter Piper for coming in 
and uh, and carrying my dead weight because, as we all know, <laughs> I am a inert chunk of potato, both in World of Warships and on this podcast. I'm a unitato. Well, thanks for having me. And I was, <laughs> yeah. I was chatting with these guys here. I, do, I normally just get to listen. Ah, well, so this is great. It's a pleasure. We, uh, you know, our, our fearless leader Synpax is probably overthrowing a uh, overthrowing a banana republic right now. So he's some nation. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> When he gets back, obviously we'll uh, we'll have him back on the podcast. But uh, in the meantime, uh, we, as always, please uh, like, follow the podcast wherever uh, you're listening to it. It helps us a lot, and we like making it for you. So thank you to XL, Bloodhawk, Ashwell, and Peta Piper. This has been another episode of Get to Know a World of Warships Clan, a short podcast by Boxy and Sidpax, produced by TNG The New Guys. We will see you next time. <laughs>